Hi everyone, it's just me today. Joanna is visiting her parents for a few days. Her dad found a tumor in his stomach and that could be cancerous. So if you could pray for them during this time. So Genesis 32, this is the story of Jacob and the famous encounter with God at the river Jabbok when he wrestles God. The context of this is that Jacob is the one who deceived his father and basically has tricked his brother into getting the blessing that was back in chapter 25 when he gets Esau to sell him his birthright as the firstborn and then chapter 27 uh, when he tricks his father Isaac into getting the blessing. So after that Esau was really mad and wanted to kill Jacob. Jacob runs away and now it's been 20 years and now Esau is coming to meet Jacob and he's coming with 400 men it says in verse 6 and 400 men that's about the size of a militia so Jacob's pretty scared. He's greatly afraid and distressed and he's just thinking what is he going to do because his brother is coming to kill him and uh, you just see Jacob being driven to this point of desperation and so in verse 9 there is Jacob's prayer to God which is the longest uh, prayer that's recorded in the book of Genesis and um, this is a special prayer because uh, a few chapters ago in chapter 28 God speaks to Jacob and gives him uh, the same promise uh, given to Abraham and Jacob's response is more of like a bargain. God, if you help me prosper, then you'll be my God and I'll give you a tenth. And that was a very kind of feeble sort of uh, way that he uh, related with God. And then now you see how that is really changed where he says in verse 10, I'm not worthy of the least of all the deeds of steadfast love, all the faithfulness that you have shown. So there's a recognition of who God is, um, how he has blessed him. And there's a petition for mercy uh, in verse 11. Please deliver me from the hand of my brother Esau, for I fear him. So he confesses um, his fear, his helplessness, and then there's this petition for mercy and deliverance, and he appeals um, to God's promise, uh, verse 12, but you said, I will surely do you good and make your offspring as the sand of the sea. So there is such a change in Jacob's posture towards God. Jacob, who was this deceiver, who was sort of a self-made man, tricking his uncle to get all this livestock and tricking his father to get the blessing, tricking his brother. And so he's this sort of guy who just did whatever to get what he wanted. And, and now it's all sort of catching up to him and he's desperate. And finally, he turns to God in this way. So in the rest of this passage, we see how God answers. And just skipping ahead to verse 24, there's this mysterious encounter with a man and it's God who comes in human form to wrestle Jacob and ultimately at the end of it, Jacob's name is changed and he is transformed from Jacob or deceiver to Israel, one who strives with God. And it's symbolic how Jacob is humbled through this wrestling match. He is first humbled because of his brother who's coming with his army and then God himself comes in, in this mysterious human form to wrestle with him. And Jacob, of course, can't overpower him, but the, the man dislocates Jacob at the hip and I think it represents how Jacob's strength, all that he relied on is ultimately broken and so at the end he's no longer wrestling, he's basically just clinging on for dear life and he says in verse 26, I will not let you go unless you bless me and God's reply is what is your name and he says Jacob and I think that's significant because before when he tried to get blessing from uh, his father and he identified himself as Esau and deceived and now he's making the honest confession of who he is. My name is Jacob, deceiver, but please, please bless me. And um, so I think it's just that marked change, that blessing that he is going to receive this blessing, not through trickery or deceit or just through his own strength, but simply out of God's mercy. That's one of the lessons from this passage is that blessing comes from God to Jacob as he confesses his true identity, as he's humbled. He can no longer rely on all of his schemes to bless himself. 
and we see God's mercy in verse 29, and there he blessed him. So Jacob ultimately receives God's blessing, and it was by no other means than simply clinging to God, really asking for deliverance, for mercy. So I think yeah, in the same way, God desires to bless us, and it's not in the way of like some genie granting our wishes. He is a such a personal God who makes promises and fulfills them, who reveals his nature, his character of faithfulness and, and mercy. And he's a God who also strives with us, who wrestles with us through our lives, through the ups and downs to show us who we are and to bring us to a place of this kind of humility. The blessing that we receive when we strive with him is ultimately the blessing of knowing who God is and, and having this kind of history with him and his response to us is not just good things in our lives, but ultimately it's mercy, it's forgiveness, um, it's salvation. So ultimately Jacob names the place Peniel saying, verse 30, for I have seen God face to face and yet my life has been delivered. And um, I think that is uh, the testimony of those who have uh, walked with God, who have struggled with God, who have really come to see themselves and come to see who God is. Thank you.